Thank you for sharing. And that's like incredibly powerful. And like, I could tell you, like, there's going to be one person that here that, that you are going to inspire. Thank you for sharing. Uh, that is just super inspirational. have a uh, very uh, special guest uh, in the studio uh, with me today on Behind the Scrubs. Uh, Erica Harvitt is a recently um, retired healthcare traveling professional and um, a full-time entrepreneur uh, servicing the healthcare community and uh, just an exceptional human. I'm so pumped to have you on today. Uh, how are you? What's going on in your world right now? I'm great. I'm great. I um, What's going on? I just got back to my hometown a few days ago. It's been probably five years since I started traveling. So it's cool to be back here and get to see. Um, tonight, I'm going to go see some of my friends from high school. And I'm just amped about that right now. Oh, wow. So where is home? Traverse City, Michigan. And uh, is that like, so is all your family there? Honestly, my family's pretty spread out where I have, I'm one of five siblings and we are everywhere, everywhere. So, but it's good to get to come back and like see the city and do all the old things and see what's still there and, you know, see everybody that hung around. Tell me more about the the lakes and the, the geography there. Well, Traverse City is a tourist town, so what has happened is in the summer they get so many tourists that they've priced out the locals. So getting back, like that's probably why I haven't been back in a long time, so it's too expensive to get here. So I found a friend of a friend that let me stay in their house for the summer. So I'm super excited and super blessed to get to come back and like hang out finally. Yeah, get a little a little downtime, little little rest and relaxation too. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> What? I'll tell you if I get yeah. there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let us know. So let, let's just dive right into, um, I, I want to start off with your origin story. So um, bring us back to the beginning uh, and where, you know, where you started and, you know, specific to your, your career, kind of the what, the when, the why, um and then bring us into the to the present with everything that you have going on well way back in the day i was a nanny for forever um i was in school the whole time but i was a nanny until i was 28 really i found out about um occupational therapy and the ability to travel on 13-week assignments and so i was like great i'm doing that and so i went to grad school for occupational therapy and became a traveler. It was so funny. All of my professors would say, <clears throat> Erica, you cannot go into traveling right out of school. I was like, okay. They're like, if you do it, don't go into home health. You won't know what you're doing. I was like, oh, okay. And that was like the first thing that I did. Cause I knew like, I just knew where I needed to be and that was it. And I wasn't wrong. And here we are. Um, so I was a tra- So I am a traveler. I'm not a retired traveler. My last patients were about a year ago, My I left first San Francisco. Failure, I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I can't take on assignments right now, so I'm so busy with the list. Um, but when it's not busy, I would love to treat patients again. Um, so yeah, I was a, uh, I've been a traveler for five years, and two and a half years ago, I was speaking at TravCon, and I was talking to um, 
just some other people, some other entrepreneur healthcare workers in the industry about how we just had such little tech. And at that time, there was no job board for us to go and see all of the jobs that were open. You know, there was Nursefly, which is now Vivian for nurses, but we didn't have anything for allied health. And that's 60% of us. So I kept waiting and waiting for someone to build this platform and nobody did. Um, you know, and I have a background in, uh, in tech for streamlining businesses and i've done a lot in that industry and so i thought you know what if nobody else is going to do this i'm going to do it and so i started building the list which is a platform that draws all of the jobs from any agencies that sign up with us into one platform so travelers can apply to those in real time and they can choose their own recruiter based on uh, reviews from other travelers so i built it yay now we can start using it yeah <laughs> Uh, great job. Why do you think that? Why do you think nobody had done it yet, specific to Allied? I, prior I to you? don't know. I have no idea. I mean, we really and still do largely. We would find our jobs through memes on Facebook. Like that's it's crazy when you say it out loud because there's there's probably fifty thousand jobs open right now to us. But I would maybe see five of them before I would go off to an assignment, and I was like, what? Maybe I'm a control freak, but I just want to see all of my options. I don't want to go to 600 websites because that's how many agencies there are. I just want to see everything in one place and see all the recruiters in one place and make my own decision. So I don't know why nobody did it before. And you had mentioned when we spoke um, last week, like, so you guys just also released like the, the second version of uh, your site, correct? Yeah, so we so we started as a Facebook group. We started just posting like PDFs on Facebook. And then um, we got a site that was manual upload only. And it was super cute. And, and we were really good before COVID. You know, we had a wait list of agencies. We had like 500 direct jobs. You know, we were small, but it was it was rotating. And we had like a ton of travelers sign up really fast and then COVID hit and it kind of just put everything on a spin. So um, we went from 500 and some jobs down to like 20 direct jobs. And so um, we took that time to rebuild the site and um, build it where it's automated so we can connect to the XML feeds of any of the agencies and pull all of their thousands of jobs in versus their, you know, 50 best jobs. So now we can stream that yeah we launched maybe 10 days ago um and so now we're just onboarding agencies and connecting to them through bullhorn or xml or whatever they're using and now they're all showing up you've built it so now they're coming it sounds like yeah i hope so i hope they're coming <laughs> no it, no they're going <laughs> uh what well, uh uh, well, so it, I I, I want to, I guess, uh, acknowledge one of the things you highlighted just by literally what you're sharing with like, okay, COVID hit, jobs are gone, the, the volume immediately plummeted. So instead of uh, folding with that uh, adversity, you leaned into that adversity and turned it into an advantage to like, okay, let's regroup, let's recalibrate, and let's relaunch, essentially. Uh, what was your, like, which is hard, most people would do, the all like, well, oh, this is, I'm out, I'm pivoting completely, but you leaned into that adversity. Uh, so talk to me about like your, it's not easy to do your mindset going through that process. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I don't know that everybody's ever said that to me, but it is so hard. It is so much harder than you think it is. I mean, the, 
the amount of things that you see and the amount of things that had to get done before that could happen is just enormous. Um, <clears throat> so I, gosh, what was my mindset? It, I just needed to build it. It's funny, you know, in life you have these like choices. This is going to sound so weird, but you, you have these choices and you can choose to do this and choose to do this. But I've had moments in my life where things weren't a decision. It was something I had to do. Like it was never a question. I just had to build this and fix it. And so I don't know. I just started. I started that day at TravCon and I just have kept going and I just have never felt like there was a time to turn back. Like forward was the only answer. And so, yeah, it's been tough and a lot of crazy things have happened, but like to me, there's not another choice. Failure was not an option. No other choice. Still now, like I never thought, oh, this is going to be, you know, my breadwinner. This is going to be, I'm going to make tons of money. Like, first of all, I'm not. Second of all, <laughs> that was never the intention. The intention was like, I need to fix this. This needs to be fixed and no one else is doing it. So that has been and still is the motivation. Like I just have to finish this and put it together. And if people want to use it, great. And if they don't, great, but at least it exists. And we can just have a more functional uh, experience between jobs just to know what's going on in our industry. So talk to me also like with the, the relaunch, the new site, there is basically three user type uh, experiences. The, the traveler, the healthcare traveling professional, uh, there's the recruiter, and then there's like the agency slash account manager. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. You do your research. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> There, yeah, there is. So, um, first of all, my, my background and my, um, my superpower is, is user experience. It's user interface. It's what does the user need? And it's really dumbing it down. So I work really well with tech teams and people that can get stuff out and I can design and say, this is what we need. Just do what I'm saying, <laughs> because I really dumb it down and just not dumb it down, just make it super easy and functional and not many steps and just very clear to see. So in doing that, um, obviously the traveler can go in and they can choose their job from any of the filters they want. And from that, they can then go and choose any recruiter that has access to that job. And the recruiters are ranked by their star ratings and their reviews. So as a traveler, you just click connect and your information is exchanged and that's the end of it. And only the recruiter gets that information and they can never call you again unless you ask them to. So we don't sell your information, by the way. Um, so as a traveler, it's super simple. You can do it from your phone. Um, it works best from your phone, honestly. I kind of wanted it to be like, like a bumble between the traveler and the recruiter um, to where the, the traveler can choose who they want and then the recruiter gets their information, but like at that limited capacity, they can't like spread it around. That, that's that's so funny. I gotta I gotta I gotta tell something on that these the, the bumble reference because it, it is like the 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 travel experience is like you are arranging a date. You're arranging a relationship, right? And and it is more of the dating experience than you're not. We're not arranging a marriage like a permanent job, right? Which would could be the equivalent of a marriage. This is arranging a, a date or a dating experience to a degree. Yeah, and and that doesn't mean that your recruiter that you choose you can't stay with. I mean, I stayed with my recruiter the entire time I was traveling, but. Yeah, it is like that. And I, I also think, and this is something I think people don't understand when they get into the industry. I look at, at my recruiter as my business partner. 
that is the person that is the only person that knows where I am in the world that knows how much I'm being paid that checks to make sure my paychecks are right that you know helps me if I have any issues I mean I am busy if I'm on the road and I'm taking care of patients I am so busy I don't have time to manage those things by myself so I really do look at it as a business partner that's gonna manage my career on the road yeah and it's it's a relationship and the better that relationship is the better the outcomes are going to be for you as the healthcare traveling professional and um, that is something I would lean into heavily specifically is understanding it's a that, that relationship dynamic but it's also a two-way street right like the recruiters are gonna put forth enormous amounts of efforts to try to kickstart that relationship but the most successful travelers that have the best experiences the best traveling careers there's a common trait they love their recruiter or they love their recruiters right um, and so there is something profound in understanding that like, hey, you want to have a successful traveling career? Well, it starts with having a successful relationship with your recruiter or recruiters, right? Because you're going to work with more than one recruiter. You may stay with one for a long time and work with them uh, more than others, but most most travelers have two or three of the kind of go-to recruiters once they once they get get in a rhythm with mm -hmm. their career yeah i agree looking real real wide horizon right wide vision you're uh you're an entrepreneur you're 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 uh running this company uh getting this thing going um like if you're looking the wide the wide the wide horizon like what's the ultimate like legacy you want to leave behind uh with the list okay this is not what you think <laughs> So what the other reason that I started the list was an experience that I had just maybe nine months before, which is funny, it relates to the conversation we had before we started recording. But um, so my life passion is getting kids off the streets and into homes. That is what I was put on this earth for is to contribute to that. And, um, you know, I've been an auntie, a nanny, a foster mom, uh, you know, I want to adopt, I want to, you know, support these programs overseas that are getting kids into schools, which are like orphanages, but they get um, education and uh, helping young women get careers. So I've done also a lot of research on the ground in different third world countries on what that looks like and why that's happening. And I won't, I could talk to you for days about it, but I'll say, you know, I had just come from, uh, where was I at that time? I had just come from uh, Uganda. I spent a month there doing a different medical mission trip. And I just kind of left part of my heart there. And I, you know, I had a friend that stayed behind and she actually built a school and she actually has 50 kids in it that are orphaned and now staying there. Um, and I felt like I wanted to stay and help, but I also felt like you know, I'm not affiliated with a church. And even if I was, that's not sustainable to continue relying on donations to support something like that. So I felt like I needed to build something to where we could donate to that and have it be uh, sustainable through that company, but also to be given the time to make the, uh, make the project self-sustainable in a way. So that was another reason that you know motivated i need to do something else other than being paid for an hour of my time um and then when i was at travcon like it just kind of stuck and built from there where like was there like an an event um or maybe multiple events like back in your i don't know youth whenever timeline in your life that like shaped that passion 
to give back to those in needs? Like, where does that come from? (laughs) Well, um, I know, (laughs) you know, I, (laughs) what do you want to say on camera? I knew when I was five, I remember being five and knowing, like knowing in my soul that I just wanted to take care of babies and kids that needed to be taken care of. I always knew that. When I was 16, I um, was out on my own. I had a couple years of high school left and, you know, finding different places to sleep every night. And a big, that was scary. You know, I was making $6 an hour working at the mall and working full-time, being in school full-time, and it doesn't even pay the bills, you know? So you're crashing on people's couches and it was a lot, but even more than that, it was a challenge. You know, when I went to buy my first car, I did, how do you do that? You know, when you go to open a bank account, when you, um, there's so many like life skills, you know, applying to college. And I, I didn't even, I didn't know I would, uh, that, uh, grants and things would be applicable to me. I didn't know I could get scholarships. Like nobody had told me, I just didn't know, you know, I paid for it all myself going to school for all that time. So, I do have a certain compassion for young women that are just trying to get on their feet and figure it out. And if they just have that information, then they can get a lot farther and not have that like fear about, you know, how am I going to move forward? I don't know how to do this. So that is a lot of it too, I think. Wow. Well, uh, thank you for sharing. And that's like incredibly powerful. And like, I could tell you, like, there's going to be one person that, hear that what you just shared about your story that you are going to inspire because they're going through something similar to that you went through um and they're gonna they're gonna hear that and it is going to help them so thank you for sharing uh that is just super inspirational hearing your story and the humble sounds like very humble beginnings um and now look at you now (laughs) i've arrived arrived. at the show um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I didn't mean the show. <laughs> I didn't mean the show specifically, but thank this you for the shout the, out. This yes, is the thing, you know, that's, I think. that's what we do here. <laughs> this is the platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, you've arrived in life. I'm kidding. Uh, obviously, what I'm about to say, you've arrived in life if you've made it to the be a, a I guest. I feel that way. I feel scrub. that way. That's how so. you know you. <laughs> well, that's all that matters yeah. uh, at the end of the day. Um, so I, one thing I'm curious about, uh, too, is like you're obviously you're a traveler and taking a little a break from actually traveling, not retired. <laughs> retired. Yet, so um, but you're you're you, you know, you had this side, <laughs> this, this yeah. side hustle, right, that you started at TravCon, which you mentioned, you know, and so the side hustle. And so I'm just curious is and I have a lot of friends in that community that are current travelers and also entrepreneurs, right? There's this community and there. Um, and I got a lot of friends uh, that in that similar space that you're in right now. What I'm curious about, is there a stigma for uh, any healthcare professional or healthcare traveling professional um, that is, you know, trying to leave uh, the bedside and like that, you know, hey, if there is like, you know, and how could we support um you know what they would want to do or how could how could anyone someone support them 
I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I don't think that there's a stigma against doing that. I think a lot of people want to do that because you have to consider we're on the road for years and we've lost community. You know, all of our friends grew up without us. You know, So, um, so I think most people do want to be able to have like stability and live in a house and have neighbors. You know, I definitely do. So I don't think there's a stigma in doing that. I think it's hard. And I think it's a huge adjustment to go from making, you know, just having this $2,000 paycheck cash every week to going to not, you know, having, hoping to make it in a few years to pay yourself. Um, but I do think that the challenge actually I feel comes within the industry. And I know that's like shocking to hear, but I feel like what happens is, um, when the travelers that I've experienced, when, when travelers start sort of a, a side hustle or a, a business, um, there's this tendency, and it's funny because I was just talking to one of my friends about this and we're going to do a video about it. There's this tendency to um, feel competitive with one another and be like, oh, you're referring, I want to be the one referring and you know, try to get their business and try to... Um, mimic someone else's Facebook group and keep them out or go into someone else's Facebook group like on like with them blocked so they can't see and try to take their travelers. Like there's this weird competitiveness that I feel like everybody goes through and you want to keep your product quiet because it's this great idea and you don't want them to find out about it and take it. You have to build it first. And I know because I felt that I felt that way definitely. Um, but ultimately when you've been sitting in it for a few years, like we're all friends and we know each other and we support, when you start supporting other people's businesses, they're supporting yours and you can be connected. I mean, look, I met you, you know, through Ryan over at MedVenture and, and this is fantastic. And I mean, you could potentially be, you know, work with both of us. So I just think that that's the biggest inhibitor. And I think that it's important to if you're a traveler support everybody else and they'll support you like come together don't like try to get all of them because there are thousands and thousands of travelers uh and there's 600 agencies so don't you know feel like you have to compete just join in and if you're doing something that's contributing then it's probably not replicating anybody else because it's something the industry needed or you wouldn't have started right yeah it's crazy like you're 100 percent right and i love where this is conversation is going on this because it's like uh it, it it is like rooted in like um if if you give more than you take you will get everything you would want and some like it's like and if you create a community and you help others get what they want you will end up getting probably what you wanted and more um, and be and being selfless, obviously, is and that's hard. But um, and, and one of the things it's just crazy, though, like with like it's like a, a, my, my abundance mindset sounds like uh, there's a little bit of a lacking of like understanding there's an abundance of opportunity for all of us. Everybody can win like or like even if you're it's like, yeah, even like I have I my company, we have competition we have competitors but they're also our friends are we support like there's like there's this you know mutual understanding or this mutual collaboration or just because they're guess what there is enough for everybody but like you have to have that that mindset and it's the other thing too is like back the other thing you said is like crazy it's like 
I have no problem. Like, I don't even have any secrets of business, but if I do, I will put it out there because I know if I told some what one of my competitors might think is a secret or a competitive advantage, something that we do that they're not. If I, and I've said stuff, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but you know, I got a lot of content out there, but like 99% of people aren't going to do anything with it anyways. Like you could tell them anything, everything. And 99% of people are literally not even going to, to do anything with it. So what does it matter anyways? Like, so however you want to look at it, like you, there's plenty of opportunity for everybody. And, and I think especially this year in time, it's just like, why not just be open, authentic and transparent? Cause you're going, if you are, those are the people that are winning now and that are going to continue to win you know, at, at a higher level, you know, year after year. Yeah. I appreciate it. I do f still feel like, uh, you know, and I'm not perfect, but you saying that, I do still feel like there's things that I won't put out there until they're done because I don't want our competitors to do it the way I'm doing it. I don't watch what any of my competitors are doing. I just do it exactly how I know it needs done. But, but guess what? Sorry, they're 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 not they're not you. They're not you, so they can't do it. Like meaning they like because literally I know that's basic, but like to your. Sorry, to your point, no. sorry for interjecting, but. Thank you for that. Yeah, it was just interesting hearing your perspective on like the keeping what you're doing versus putting it out there. Just interesting because I haven't gotten there yet. I'm not trying to be on the, my own platform and say I'm doing all this like wonderful stuff, but it's like literally you like a call I had, show. like no joke earlier today. And I was like with two people, it's, it's like, no, but it's like, it's like, I was telling them like, like I was just sharing what I do. So hopefully it can positively impact their ability to with the, you know, their own content podcast, et cetera. Like, I was like, this is what I do. I yeah. mean, hopefully it helps them. Uh, Brad, we'll have to cut that out. I'm not allowed to talk about myself on Are the show. Are you not? <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Well, I'm just kidding. I prefer, I, I think humility is a strength. Uh, so I try to lean into humility as often as possible. So I agree, but, but I have to say when I, on my shows, yeah. like I talk a lot, I probably talk half of the time. Maybe, maybe it's too much, but I get so excited and like, I know what I'm saying and I, you know, but I guess yeah. we're not talking about ourselves. We're talking about like an educational yeah. piece, you know, in the industry or some facts or something. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think right now? Um, so we'll st stay in stay in the, the the lane of the healthcare traveling professional. I'm just like what your perspective on what the biggest challenge um, that healthcare uh, professionals or healthcare traveling professionals are facing right now. This is uh, May 2022, uh, end of May, going into summer. A lot of things are happening in the market. Uh, a lot of things are changing. Um, and, but from your perspective, biggest challenge right now. Housing. <laughs> I think that I think there's, you know, what everybody's going to say is burnout, but housing, because you can't get into any place. Every, you know, people went out and now they're have two houses and they're not renting out the other one that they live in. So, you know, you, you try to get anywhere and, um, everything's taken, everything's crazy expensive. I mean, I looked literally, so I can work from anywhere now. I can work from anywhere. And I went on Furnish Finder. I use them all the time. They're fantastic. I went around the whole U S looking for housing because you know i don't care where i live i just need a table and a window and 
I couldn't find anything. Everything was over $1,500, which I'm happy to pay. But if, you know, I'm in the middle of nowhere and I'm not bringing my car or there just wasn't options. Like, so this, the beginning of this year, I moved to Mexico and I set up shop in Tulum. I got, you know, a nice place that I could work out of. And I just lived in Mexico because the housing was so expensive and I couldn't find a place. So I think that that is a huge, huge problem right now. It's really preventative. And a lot of the feedback I get from travelers is I would if it paid more because I can't find housing. How can like, because there's obviously housing companies that are specific to the travel nurse community. Uh, you know, Hello Landing, um, one is actually we're one of our, our partners um, and that we work with and um, Furnish Finder. And of course, you know, there's good old Airbnb, but like, is like how can those companies make it better for the travel nurse community or tra traveling healthcare community, not just nurses? Oh, thank Entire. you. <laughs> nice catch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you, you did great. You did great. Um, what can they do to make it better? I don't know, have more options for us that are affordable. I just think there's less on the market because people, you know, with the, the buying frenzy, I mean, this is, you know, I'm not an expert in this, but my impression is that with the whole buying frenzy, you know, people have their main house and they bought a second house. And then if they're in their second house, the first one's sitting empty. I mean, whatever it is, housing's just a problem you know how can they fix it is have more inventory and affordable inventory i don't really know what else i don't know that they can yeah well um we can't solve the the housing crisis today but um, not me we, we definitely <laughs> uh uh we'll think on it come we'll oh come back goodness. to it uh, <laughs> another another show uh well, uh, okay. Before I guess I, I got, um, Travcon. So, um, uh, that's come up a few times already. Um, and so obviously where you got the, the launch, um, but Travcon is coming up in a few months. Um, and then I guess for tell first, I guess for, the, for those that don't know what Travcon is quick hitter from your, uh, end of it like what is what is travcon um and then you're going to be speaking at travcon so share a little um precursor to that yeah well to me travcon is our national annual conference for healthcare travelers um there you know there are now others as well but speaking specifically to travcon travcon is huge it's definitely the biggest and it's where tons of agencies like 100 agencies will show up they have booze they give away tons of swag travelers come like so many travelers come and you get to hang out and get to know other people and you go to educational sessions so you can knock out pretty much your year's ceus when you go in a weekend or the beginning of a week um and i just think when I found out about it, I was so happy. You know, I spent the first two years on the road not really knowing any other travelers. Like, I didn't realize there was a community on Facebook. So I found this Facebook community. Um, it was actually Julia Kuhn's group, who it's Travel Therapy is that specific Facebook group, but there's all kinds. Um, and found like there's other people living this weird life and I can relate to them and I can talk to them and I didn't feel like alone in the world anymore. And then hearing about TravCon and getting to like, so your, your whole relationships are pretty much these online relationships with other travelers who understand your lifestyle. They understand what's going on. And you'll talk to them for years. And then you show up at TravCon, you get to meet them in real life. And it's 
it's so fun like it's so cool in that way like to have a physical community that you've only been able to have online for the last years so i highly recommend going um just for the experience if nothing else yeah so uh what's <laughs> what has been your favorite like party because uh, partying's a big deal at travcon um well it they is. mean like you know th those three dates and lot there's lots of like you know sponsored events sponsored parties you know whether that's the agency or that's you know uh travel you know obviously there's the huge you know uh after party at dre's nightclub annually but for you what's been your most memorable experience not literally at the uh exhibitor hall or at the paris hotel monday and tuesday outside of that what 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 has that been for you my favorite time is at Dre's because you just, everyone's there. Your whole like travel crew is there. You know, you do kind of group up by like sort of divisions, maybe like nursing and therapy and, you know, imaging. I don't know, but we have this little Ooh, is there a little Is there a little? Uh, clicks, yeah. Is we there a little, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you guys throw down, huh? Uh, no, but yeah. <laughs> I hope everybody gets along. But you do have certain people you know. And just to be able to, like, you all find each other and just to get to hang out for those, like, three hours where, like, you're finally, like, with your people and relaxing. And it's just, like, the best feeling. It's the best. Yeah, it's a blast. Uh, highly recommend uh, for all healthcare traveling professionals to attend TravCon. And you're going to be speaking there, right? I am. Yep. I try to slip my foot That's in the door exciting. every year. Yes. At this point, to my knowledge, I am talking about um, international volunteer opportunities for healthcare workers. So I'll get to talk about that, I believe. Love it. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, last question, and then I will let you go. And uh, you've been an exceptional uh, guest. Um, and so. Uh, this question I ask everybody on the show, uh, so it's the one question I ask everybody, is, yeah, what is your definition of a successful travel assignment? I mean, they're all going to have good parts and bad parts. I feel like, you know, maybe you can define success by finishing it. <laughs> Um, on a good assignment, you'll get, it, it, you can ask to be extended and staying there longer. I feel like it's an adventure. I don't feel like there's a yes, you did it point. I mean, you're just on the road. It's like a choose your own adventure book and you don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know how long you're going to be there. So I think the journey is the journey. You know, there's no one point where you're like, yes, I have accomplished this. You're just on the road for as long as you want to be on the road. And what happens happens is going to be lots of good and lots of bad and a ton of crazy. And that is what it is. It's just your adventure. Ultimately, what you get is the journey. So enjoy the ride, it sounds like. And don't think that you're, you know, steering it because you're not. If you think, <laughs> if you have dates set up with like cities that you're going to, you're not right. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen that way. So <laughs> just, just say yes, show up and yes. have a great attitude and do the best you can to take the best care of your patients possible. And that's everything you can do. Round, round of applause. <laughs> you just closed it out beautifully right there. Well, the round of applause uh, so for you. Can... Thank you for being here. Great questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you get your, your, your compliment is the best part of my day. So thank you oh. so much. Uh, outside of doing this podcast with you, of course. Um, but, uh, real quick though, um, please plug, uh, how does the online world community healthcare traveling professionals, or maybe even agencies that want to be considered for, uh, your platform, the list, uh, how and where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah, so we're on all social media. Definitely, if you're a traveler, join our Facebook group. And our website is thelistjobs.com. You can get anywhere from there. You can find all of your jobs, any recruiters. Just head to the website, and you can find anything else you're interested in. Is uh, the Facebook group called The List, too? It's The List Travel Jobs. But the link, if you go to the website, it's you'll find it. Go to the website, and that'll take you wherever you wherever need to go. Wherever you want to go. Awesome. Well, uh, tremendous gratitude. I can't express uh, enough gratitude uh, to you for uh, obviously being here with us today, for positively impacting uh, your community, uh, the lives of those in need, uh, people that need help uh, in other countries, uh, kids. Yeah, just I mean, it's, you're doing some very amazing thing so keep it up uh keep leaning into that adversity and uh thank you for coming on today thank you so much for having me